Jesus answered, Judas, not Iscariot, those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the words that you hear are not mine, but they are from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the Fish Lake National Forest in Utah, a giant has lived quietly for the past 80,000 years. According to the USDA National Forest Service and many scientists and ecologists, the trembling giant, or pando, is an enormous grove of quaking aspens that take the forest as a single organism metaphor and makes it literal. The grove really is one single organism. Each of the approximately 47,000 or so trees in the grove is genetically identical to all the other trees and share a single root system. While many trees spread through flowering and sexual reproduction, quaking aspens actually reproduce asexually by sprouting new trees from the expansive lateral root of the parent. The individual trees aren't individual, but stems of a massive single clone. And this clone is truly massive. Pando is the Latin word that translates to I spread. Scientists found that trees living in forests like the colony called Pando tend to live longer than trees living in urban environments, often in isolation. These experiments confirm that trees are indeed communicating with each other, sharing nutrients through their roots, forming a complex system sometimes referred to as, wait for it, the wood wide web. <laughs> I can't make this up. But this is not the only place you can find trees that are working together and communicating with each other. In many places throughout the world, including Oregon, Trees can also communicate and support other trees of different species through a vast underground fungal network. Sounds kind of gross, I know. But yes, through fungi, trees and plants communicate with and support one another across vast forests. These plants and trees have evolved and have formed a symbiotic relationship, meaning they all work together to help one another out and support one another. And these underground networks have proven to increase the fitness and resiliency of trees. Scientists have even discovered that trees and plants can send messages to one another using chemicals 
that warn other trees and plants about an invasive predator or species. They can then protect one another by releasing volatile hormones or chemicals to deter predators or pathogenic bugs. It was even found that trees can send stress signals to nearby trees after a major forest disturbance, such as deforestation. By the way, before we move on, my nine-year-old son Micah was the one who initially reminded me about this connection between trees and said I could only use this in my sermon if I gave him credit. So Micah, <laughs> wave, good job. <laughs> okay. But I am just in awe at the ways in which God created the world and emphasized even in creation that we are better in community. We are stronger and healthier in community, that we need each other to live and survive in this chaotic and crazy world. Our texts for today emphasize this as well. Our reading from Acts talks about a group of believers as a utopian society of sorts. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. And there was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. This is difficult for us to imagine in our capitalist society, where the mentality is everyone is in charge of taking care of themselves, survival of the fittest. But our faith community as Christians, here, it's this utopian society that what, that's what we're working towards. We are called to love one another, love God and love our neighbor as ourselves. You don't have to go it alone, and you shouldn't. Your church community is here to support you. And we, like the Pando Forest, are called to spread our roots and support one another. However, we are also different from one another. We are all unique individuals. We all have different needs and are called to do different things. We all have different gifts. And while this can create complications sometimes when people disagree with one another, we learn again from nature that we can earn our call to support each other and help one another across our differences, across species, so to speak, to create symbiotic relationships so that we can help and support one another with our gifts and talents. That's what Paul talks about in our reading from Romans for today. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness, let love be genuine. We are called to reach out to all people, regardless of backgrounds or differences. We are called to serve and love not just ourselves, our friends, and the people we know, but those who come from different backgrounds and with different beliefs across different generations, even people we disagree with sometimes. I love how Paul also says in that passage, if possible, live peaceably with one another. He clearly struggled with some people, as we all do at times. But we are called to strive for peace, 
and to strive to love one another. Because believe it or not, everyone has unique gifts from God that we need to strengthen our faith communities. We are stronger when we come together. So what about when we're not in this place? When we're not together in worship? When we're alone, whether we want to be or not? You certainly don't have to be married to be a part of this community or God's kingdom. Are we still a part of this community even when we worship online? Yes, you bet. We are still connected, and our gospel for today tells us how. Jesus says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. We are all connected by the Holy Spirit, which are, we are reminded of and receive through baptism and through communion, through the meal. Now, I don't know if I want to go so far as to say the Holy Spirit is the fungus among us. <laughs> it's kind of gross, and I don't know if I'd ever look at a mushroom the same way again. But that's the image. We are connected to every other Christian around the world across time and space through the Holy Spirit. Just like trees and ecosystems and many other examples throughout the world, we are called to be in community, to strive for utopian societies and symbiotic relationships, to support and love one another wherever we are on our faith journeys. And that means serving one another, caring for one another, standing for justice and peace when innocent people are being attacked and killed. That is what love is. Today is a celebration of community in many ways. Today we celebrate and welcome new members into our church community. Today we celebrate the community that our longtime choir director, Eric, has formed and fostered in the choir. And we continue to celebrate and invite you to participate in the ways which, in which this faith community reaches out to the wider community and the world through the Ministries Fair. And now it's easy to remember that we are community when we come together for worship and activities. But it's not always easy to remember this when we leave this place, is it? When we are at home when we can't make it to church on a Sunday because we have to work or are homebound or are taking care of our families, when we struggle or mourn or are afraid. As I mentioned in my kids' message this morning, in our baptismal font today there are several small rocks. And there's nothing special about them at all. Right? You can find these in your backyard. But today as you come up, for communion, whether you want to take communion or just want to receive a blessing, I encourage you to come up and after you take communion, take one of these rocks home with you. I invite you to reach into the baptismal font, pick out a rock, and put it in a place that you see frequently throughout the day. You can put it in your kitchen, on your bedside table, and every time you see it, I want you to remember that you are a beloved child of God and are a part of this community, a part of God's kingdom on earth. 
even if you're not a member or you're, you're visiting with us for the first time or you're not baptized, if you are worshiping with us today, God loves you and cares for you and offers you the same grace and love and forgiveness and hope that we all receive. That makes you a part of God's community. For those of you worshiping with us at home, online, through live stream, you too are connected with us through the Holy Spirit. So go out in your backyard today. It's a beautiful day to do this. Find a rock, maybe wash it, and do the same. And may you always remember that we are a forest of faith, connected by a spirit-wide web, and therefore you are never alone because God is with you and we are all connected to each other through the Holy Spirit. And you do have a community of support surrounding you, so don't be afraid to ask for help. Because as we were just reminded in a very flamboyant way, love will keep us together. And may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds faithful in our risen Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>